0: All right, we're live. All right, we're back. A O A O. Hey, everyone, welcome back. Uh, this is your Everyday Rich podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Jason. And I'm Jen. Uh, and if this is your first time listening, uh, your Everyday Rich podcast is the basically we are bringing living room conversations about money financial literacy, career stuff, uh, things that really that you don't really bring up around your friends or your family, but you might have in the closed doors of your house. Maybe you don't, but we do, and that's why we wanted to bring these conversations to you so that hopefully we can highlight some things that we went through and highlight things that uh, I guess people that we interview and people that we have on the show have gone through because you know what, like stuff happens in life and, you know, it's kind of lonely when you don't have anyone to talk about certain things like money. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and ultimately start a conversation within your household. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But today we don't have anyone actually, we're not interviewing anyone. This is going to be uh this is going to be a, a tag team of just Jen and I here.
1: She's stuck with us today.
0: Stuck with us today. So if you've stuck with us for the last few episodes, then thank you. And if you're uh, looking for an inner person to uh, gain some wisdom, it's only going to be us. Yes, so. um, but we have, I, I think this is a good episode in terms of the topic that we're going to bring on and kind of unpack here because we have definitely gone through this multiple times in our lives, I would say overall, definitely working careers. Mm hmm. Uh, as parents, even before being parents, being two dinks, dual incomes with no kids, um, and that's the topic of motivation, right? Like, um,
1: it's a loaded word. It is motivation. It is. Yeah,
0: when, when we were thinking about this topic, we were like, you know, it really all spawned upon a conversation that uh, I had with a friend, and it really started with the question about me asking, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we kind of just blindly asked this and innocently, right? We, we always ask people like, yo, how are you doing? You know, back in the day, it was, "Yo, what are you saying? It's terrible. terrible. If you guys know what what you're saying, it was the worst, but it basically meant, yo, what's going on? Right. So, and the response I got to the question was, it felt really empty and i know this person uh has been dealing with a lot of things and we all deal with we all deal with stuff in our life but sometimes when you kind of talk to someone you hear that um i would say response that doesn't have that that i guess that feeling of like excitement Mm -hmm. you know it got me thinking about oh crap hey maybe i need to listen but It got me thinking about, like, when we were coming back in the car and I was talking about it, I was like, it's kind of challenging in these days to come up with motivation because there are so many things we see in life that are, like, almost unmotivating. Well, let me put it this way. It makes it really hard to become motivated when you see so many things around you, people, Instagram, everyone seems like they're crushing it, right? Yeah. It's like... Fuck! Everyone's just like driving the new car, buying the nice house. They're like doing amazing with all their investments, and their money life is wicked. Their family life is wicked. Their jobs are amazing.
1: Well, Instagram is a false to me, and is a false reality, right?
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, a lot of things. You, no one likes to post about the shit they're dealing with, right? Most people post the good things because that's what you want to share with people. You want to share the good things. No one likes to share the bad. Yeah. No one likes to hear bad news.
0: Well, it's true. I mean, yeah, don't bring me bad news, right? Don't me bring me that negative energy, man. Just, yeah. just give me my my daily uh, happy memes.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, like, you know, and then got us thinking about this topic of motivation, right? Because like there, you'll hear all these different gurus talk about motivation. And some people are just like, you know, suck it up, buttercup kind of thing. Yeah. And other people are like, well, hold on. Motivation is a lot more to just getting up in the morning, saying your affirmations and then being on your merry way. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I think part of that is, is identifying like what's, what's the, what's causing the lack of motivation. And we're not any, we're not psychologists guys, right? Like, but we feel like this is all connected in terms of our journey and also seeing other people, you know, talking to other people in terms of like how they got to where they are. A lot, big part of it was there was a motivating factor for them. Yeah. Which previously did not exist in their life.
1: And that's part of living your everyday rich, right? If we tie it back to the name of this podcast, mm-hmm. right? How we're, what's motivating you to live your everyday rich? Right?
0: Yeah, and it comes I guess the big thing was we'll get to that is right, is a question of the of why.
1: The why, exactly. It's
0: like a purpose. And a lot of us don't really think about that because it's almost like an extensitial. I can never say that word right. Ex- <laughs> 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 it.
1: Well, it's a hard question. Yeah. Your why sometimes it's 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 a hard question to answer. Right. It's not something that just comes on to top of mind, really.
0: Yeah. And I think what we wanted to, to unpack first was even before getting to that. Why? Mm-hmm. Right. Because is like, OK, like identifying. Okay, Yeah, you're you're not motivated. Okay. What do you feel? Yeah. Well, what's that feeling? Maybe Bored you don't realize you're actually not motivated and maybe you're in a rut. Mm-hmm. Because like I, I've been in ruts. I've been in career ruts. I've been in...
1: I've been in lots of ruts. Lots too. of ruts.
0: I, I, I can I can name so many different ruts, right? And you don't realize you're in a rut until you actually sit back and think about it. Because we're so obsessed about... And, i guess uh um not obsessed but like literally we are we are inundated with the day-to-day things yeah you're
1: you're robotic almost right like it's routine You do the same thing every day you're like this is my life but Mm -hmm. you don't realize you're potentially in a rut
0: yeah and um we brought this up in the very first episode of our milestones and uh it was a joke right um and, you know, someone was, someone, obviously, Jen, very, very, very close to me and you, right? Mary uh, brought up the thing about, like, your life is, you know, when you get older is you you wake up, <laughs> eat, go to work, come home. Go to sleep. Eat, <laughs> go to sleep. And do it all over again. And do it all, again. all over again. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, it was just joking, right? It, it was kind of more of a metaphoric thing. But, like, yeah. sometimes that's kind of what you will feel in a rut. You just don't realize that. So... Mm-hmm. We wanted to, like, the first thing to is identify, like, how can you identify? What are these some keys? And what are the things that we felt and we observed other people being in ruts? Because when we talked to people, like, like you know, it was like, yo, what motivated you? And the first thing is, I think a lot of it is being bored.
1: Yeah. I think boredom is is definitely number one for me. Cause it's like you don't know what, when you have free time it's like you kind of don't know what to do other than just sit there and maybe turn on TV or like, I don't know, just like sit there trying to figure out what to do because you're bored.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Like, I think it hasn't helped that, you know, the invention of streaming and Netflix and all these other like streaming services, like the tagline was Netflix and chill. And you know what? Like that became a huge cultural phenomenon and it still is. Like it literally just instead of, watching tv and chill like cable tv it became stream tv and chill mm-hmm. and it still is for a lot of people yeah and i'm not saying that's a bad thing like listen like you listen to all these other like gurus and influencers you know they say yo, oh, they like watching on netflix every once in a while too but what i'm saying is that like you don't realize that your life becomes this you get bored because you're just like okay now i watch that show or i'm you know watching the same show or i got I don't know what to do,
1: but that's that's the difference, right? Yeah. It's like there's days, yes, because at the end of the day, a lot of shows are entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Like there's some shows that I love watching because it's freaking entertaining, but it gets. I think it, you know, or I know I'm in a rut where I'm just watching for the sake of watching to kill time before bed. Yeah. Right. I've got that hour before bed. I can put the kids to bed. I've got that hour from eight thirty to you know my bedtime which is around 10 11 like those that time in between where i'm just doing it to kill time before bedtime
0: yeah and then you we kind of use that excuse right. of oh it's just background noise right but yeah really it's not it's i mean why do you need to even turn it on so i, I versus think it-
1: watching it because you want to watch it because i want to be entertained i want to watch a show because of whatever reason there's a difference right um that's yeah. where I feel like the difference between watching Netflix for the sake of watching Netflix and actually watching Netflix, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, and then there's this other kind of feeling. Like we wanna we wanna kinda of give examples of like feel it's hard to like hard to dis- uh show you all these, but describe we can describe them as best as we can, right? So like, you know, for me I memory is like At some point, and I know, Jen, I want you to uh, comment on this in terms of your experience from a mat leaf perspective, that Mm -hmm. at some point, your life, your routine, it it feels like it's on repeat. Yeah. Just like that, what we were mentioning earlier, it's like you you wake up, go to work, come home, sleep, do it all over again. Mm -hmm. And at some point, it was, that's what it felt like. And I could tell you right now, like when our, at some point, actually, even before we had kids, we had some sort of like, that was kind of the repeat because- You know if you're straight out of school you're just hustling grinding figuring out your career whether you got a nine-to-five job or you're like you know building your business up Mm -hmm. there's a lot of repetitive stuff like that
2: yeah
0: um and when we had kids it was very it felt very repetitive and to some point now it does kind of have this repetition but i'm going to clarify that a little later how how it's changed Mm -hmm. but yeah like when you were remember when matt leave I'd go to work, I'd disappear, you'd be home, and I'd come home, and you just like, yeah. how was your day? <laughs> and I'd ask you, how was your day?
1: Yeah, like, Matley was a very interesting time for me. I mean, yeah, it was great being at home, you know, watching my babies grow. Mm-hmm. Um, was there differences every day? Yes. But for the most part, was it mainly routine? Yes. Like, every day I would wake up, I would feed the kids or feed feed the baby you know and then from I guess from when I after they fed it was basically entertain them till nap time and then when nap time came around okay I got my break and that's when I was able to either a take a nap if I was tired or get some stuff done around the house but it was always revolved around you know the baby schedule so it became very routine. The schedule changed over time as a parent, you know, like, you know, four or five naps becomes four naps, becomes three naps, mm-hmm. becomes two naps. So yes, the routine, quote unquote, the routine changed, but you were, I was still pretty much doing the same thing over and over again, Yeah. right? And the time between the naps just got longer, so I could spend maybe a little more time Maybe I can go to Walmart. maybe I can walk around Target. Maybe I can walk around square one, you know, like <laughs> to, to kill time before the next nap. right? So that's kind of like how it went. And yeah, there's again, there's slight differences during during mat leave. you know, you know you're you're witnessing their milestones, and that was amazing to see that and to see that firsthand every single day. But in a higher grand scheme of things, yes, it was very routine. And by month eleven, I was like, I need to change, mm. right? And I also actually I can share like on my um, was it first or second second mat leave? Um, yeah, it was a routine again. However, second mat leave, I decided to create my own little passion project, side project.
0: So let's let's get to that because actually i was hoping you would touch on that because okay that is kind of you know the second third point that we wanted to talk about in terms of like <clears throat> first identifying and then getting out of it right like tools mm-hmm. and little things that we did and you did to get out of that so you know I, yeah that you kind of describe a hamster wheel yeah right and um you know for i think for a lot of uh, young professionals in our age group the millennials younger older we're all in some sort of career uh hamster wheel right Mm -hmm. i mean whether you're running your own business or whether you're working a nine-to-five you are in a hamster wheel of some sort and there's only a select handful that are i would say truly free that the hamster wheel is just the (laughs) the hamster there is no hamster wheel right but that feeling that you're draining from work you know you come home it's the life is a hamster wheel like that's the best way to describe it right so um you know other other things i remember feeling you know when we were kind of going through you know our own ruts it was like this feeling of emptiness Mm -hmm. right kind of like what the hell am i doing this for like if if, like you know
1: well you've been through a few like career oh yeah ruts how did you feel during that time
0: yeah like uh, for me it was was, was a running joke right that like every three to four years i would enter a career rut Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was this Feeling of boredom, of like I'm not challenged enough, and like it was just empty, and that feeling, like, what am I doing? What am I doing with uh, like what I'm doing at work? And yeah, that feeling of kind of asking myself, like, could I be doing more? Okay. And and all those all those points that we talked about, like feeling bored, not challenged, or feeling in a routine, like a hamster wheel, because every day felt mundane. It's not that the job or the the position was boring like uh not challenging but at some point i think depending on what it was you know you already sh- you stretched that goal uh that job the duties of that so far within mm-hmm. that company that you're like all right well what else can i do here you know what i'm saying
1: well ultimately i think maybe you didn't see is it because you didn't see like a a future correct yeah with that company that's right and you didn't have and we'll go more deep into this later but like there was no why yeah. in that particular job. Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? And you couldn't answer. Yeah, there was that no question. Yeah. Right, it, 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 the why it, it, wasn't strong enough for you to answer that. Okay, why am I in this position? Yeah, right. it's more of a vocation, right?
0: Like you're yeah. just going to work to make money, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, um, and I think a lot of what we hear now, guy, you know, people that have kids, especially people that have kids. You know, this, com- I do want to call it a complaint. Well, sometimes it is. But I, I understand because, you know, we went through this same thought process of like, I don't have time. Right. So when you keep telling yourself, I don't have time, like, I just don't have enough time.
1: Time get- is very limited.
0: Time is very limited.
1: It is not unlimited. It's very, it, very limited. Especially right. when it's very limited.
0: Right. So what I'm saying is that, like, we all have the same equal amount of hours to use. The. F- the, the thing that I hear a lot uh, when you know this lack of motivation and it's caused by perhaps not enough time, is perpetuating that uh, that lack of motivation. In, yeah, my, it's opinion, like, it's in like, my opinion,
1: it's like Inception.
0: Yeah, correct. You right, because
1: you already convinced yourself that you don't have time. If you convince yourself you don't have, you already tell yourself that you don't have time, then you won't have time. You won't That's find the time. Exactly.
0: exactly. Yeah, you just reversed af- uh, you. You just like anti-affirmation yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what affirmations are about, yeah. right? Like people when do their affirmations, things like "I am good enough," yeah. "I am prepared," right? When you say those things, you think those things, yep. right? It's an in- it's almost like I always call it inception again. So if you say again, if you say "I don't have time," then you will not have time.
0: Yeah, well oh, for sure. So it's so true. Like the the thoughts that we put into our own heads. And the media we consume, the people who hang around, the topics you talk about, like, that all influences everything, right? Yep. So, you know, having that same mindset of, like, I don't have time, it really can affect you. So, the, uh, for me, and I think for you and some other, just the general observations, like, how we identified ourselves in terms of how we were in a rut and, like, we didn't have the ultimate motivation that we have now, like, those are kind of the main points that I we were just kind of brainstorming and jotting down.
1: Yeah. I just think it feels like when you feel like you're in a routine to me, when I feel like I'm in a mundane routine, that's when I know I'm in a rut. Yeah. Life is a routine. So my life is a routine, but when I feel like it's a routine, there's a difference, right? Like when I feel like I'm in a routine, that's when I know I'm in a rut and for me.
0: And I also, uh, well, I want to go back to this as well. And, and really distinguish what you said there right because the difference between like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. versus now you know we're our routines in terms of uh like i guess how we describe it from morning to evening are quite similar they're just filled with different pieces now yeah and those pieces have a meaning Right. Whereas before it was more like you're just filling the pieces because you kind of had to fill the pieces. Mm -hmm. Or there was nothing really, I'm going to call it, that you were prioritizing to fill those slots. Right. Mm -hmm. Think of it as a calendar, right? Yeah. It was like, well, a big part of it is like eight, nine hours is work. Okay. So you can delete that. Eight hours is sleep or seven or six. And then all in between travel, all that stuff. So you'd fill in those slots. But we didn't really have like purposeful slots that were meant to be put there to say well you know what this makes up my routine and it makes me good Mm -hmm. right so then ultimately like you've identified this right and hopefully you know you're thinking of that and if you aren't because like you have all the motivation in the world yo good for you (laughs) dm me because i want to know exactly what your potion you're drinking right so but then why is it important to recognize this like, ultimately, why are we talking about this? So why is it important to recognize this?
1: Because it to me, like, it affects my well-being. Yeah. Um, when I feel like I'm in a rut, it's just, like you said, it's demotivating. It's like, I think, okay. I
0: think the word is it unmotivating. Unmotivating, de- demotivating. Sorry, we're, uh, that's not English majors here. So, but
1: <clears throat> To me, yeah. To me, it's my well-being hmm. for me. Hmm. Because when I'm in a rut, it's like, yeah I'm just unmotivated I just don't want to do anything and to the point where I'm just killing the time that I have right to get to the next step in the routine right you're just literally like when you call about milestones like milestones I guess we call it in life but from an everyday standpoint I'm going to get through breakfast get through lunch get through you know the next thing that's supposed to happen in my day Right, just to get through each different point of the day through the of my routine. Right, when it gets to that point, that's where it's just like, okay, now, now it's like that conversation we have with that person you wake up, you go to work, <laughs> you come back from work, you eat, and then you go to sleep and you do it all over again. Yeah,
0: yeah, right? and you, you know what? Like, I just I was just thinking of something. Um, if you've ever, you know, that joke that meme, like it's like TGIF, right. I remember hearing that so much before at work. So many of my coworkers, TGI, oh my God, thank God it's Friday. And then it'd be TGI double F. Thank God it's fucking Friday. It's like, whoa.
1: I never heard of that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, it got emphasized on the Friday. Yeah. And I remember hearing that a lot from people that uh, I'm close to, right? I I don't want to identify what what it is who they are but like i remember even at some point i said that too and then when i realized and you know understood that like it's that same thing right you kind of are putting yourself your your mind in this like well i hate the week and i need the weekend to escape you know why because i have nothing motivating me to get through the week except for the weekend the weekend which you know, we turn off our brains, so to say. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I, I just want to say that because I know a lot of people f- use that term and feel that way as well. So, but yeah, like.
1: So, why do you think it's important to recognize?
0: I mean, you kind ruts. of touched it on, like, you know, overall your well being, but a big thing where when we were growing up, it was never talked about as your mental health. Mm-hmm. but it's a big thing now it's true it's really true like yo, know, if you're an asian household man you talked about your mental health like you brought up like i don't feel good you know it was either well are you sick or are you injured yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like shut up go. need to go to the doctor <laughs> yeah you need to go to the doctor <laughs> uh but really that's it's your mental health and ultimately that affects everything else like how you perform how you function how you think and when it comes down to this podcast, like your financial well-being, because mm-hmm. if you're not motivated to like become the best you are in a person, your in your family, in your personal lives, in your rich lives, mm-hmm. well, shit, that's gonna be really hard. Yeah. So, ultimately, we want to also be able to like give you kind of let you know, kind of like, okay, well. How did we get out of that, those ruts? Like, how do we get out of those ruts? How do people get out of those ruts?
1: I still go through them today. Like, yeah. Ruts happen, I wouldn't say all the time, but yeah. they still happen. Like, just because you get it out, like, we got out one time, doesn't mean it won't happen yeah. again.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? Like, um, so the crazy euphoria of the 2020 market in both stocks and real estate got everyone drinking a lot of Kool-Aid. Like, so much Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Right? It was the Kool-Aid of you can't lose.
1: Well, the, the bull market, right? It's crazy right. bull market that's happened over the past couple of right. years. Right, and,
0: like, listen, everyone took a sip out of that, right? If you didn't feel the, and you didn't feel a little drunk off the Kool-Aid, then, you know, you obviously weren't paying attention to any of the news. But, you know, when that when that effect wears off, right, really, when you don't have bigger purpose than those mini ruts that's coming on. And for us, it was just like, okay, you know what? Uh, Everyone's, everyone seems to be doing so well in real estate and all their investments, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, granted our investments are doing okay, right? Um, But then it was just like this rut of like, okay, well, if you weren't doing something someone else wasn't doing, you kind of, you were just kind of unmotivated. you were just like, shit, like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Right, so oh, those are those mini ruts that I I kind of went through as well. Yeah. Right, and um, and, and you go through ruts of like, uh, health too. Like, you know, you st- we stop working out for a bit. Yeah. And, you know, you start snacking and junking and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you're just like, that's a rut. So it all it all becomes a big spiral effect. Um, but you know, how did we get out of that? You know, re- really, it was identifying what was really important to us. And you know this exercise of the seven whys, like the seven level deeps, why, where it you ask yourself why seven times, mm-hmm. right? And and we learned this through our real estate coaching program, um, and we've kind of heard of it but never really dug did the exercise. Did the exercise. And people will say like, kids. Kids, people ultimately, like when they have kids, They it's kind of like the de facto answer, the default answer. Oh, my kids are my purpose. And we ask ourselves, right, that question, right, seven levels deep. And for me, it was like, yeah, it was wrapped around something like that. But ultimately, you know, it's not my kids that are motivating me,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? It's something a little bit more selfish. Because really, it's like what's motivating you is different from what's motivating me. Yep. So you got to ask yourself that question. Like, what's the why? And it doesn't have to be kids. If you don't have kids, then sure, whatever, right? Something else. It's going to change, right? I, I heard someone, I remember they were going to exercise and they're just sharing. It was like, I want to make my grandma proud. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, right? I want to make my grandma proud. And you know what? Grandma one day won't be here, unfortunately, right? That's the cycle of life. Mm-hmm. Then what?
1: Well, Grandma can still watch from up there. Of course,
0: right? But your whys will change. Like, your whys will always change. So that's why it's good to identify, at least for that period, right? Because your whys will go in seasons. Yeah. And just like people in your life, they'll come and go. And there's always going to be a reason for a season.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you identify those and stay strong and true to them, you're going to outlast all the years.
2: Mm-hmm
0: hopefully that's a good ig bit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, note. <laughs> but that Y identifies and builds into a goal. Yeah. Right, cuz I think once you identify okay, well, I I I feel mo- what's going to motivate me is x and how am I going to get there? What am I going to do to like just use, let's use the example of kids. I the reason why I'm investing in all this real estate is to build financial freedom and wealth generation for my kids.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay.
0: Right. Then
1: that converts into a goal.
0: Well, you have to create a goal, right? Yeah. Because you're gonna now you've identified like what, now you gotta identify how how.
1: Yeah.
0: So Okay. Set a goal. I don't know, like what what's the goal? Like what do you how are you gonna get there? Who are you gonna speak to? And it doesn't have to be like financially related, but guys, like this is a financial podcast, so like when yep. it comes to like the money aspect, mm-hmm. right? you can identify kind of like what's your what are your interme- your immediate goals, your intermediary goals, your long-term goals. Yep. Because ultimately, like if you want to f- set up your everyday rich, there's got to be something in place to help you in all three of those components, right? Mm-hmm. Now, next week, a couple months from now, a yep. couple years from now. And then just like going to the gym, identifying, hey, I've, I I want to lose weight. Okay, well, I got to get my ass to the gym. I got to start eating better. Okay, well, take the first step, right? Go to the gym. Like, actually get to the gym. Yeah. And then do a set, and then do another set, and do it over and over again. You develop these r- routines. <laughs> it's funny. Like, we are trying to combat a routine life with more routines. <laughs> but, r- but that's
1: what I mean when I said. Your, your life is always in a routine. Yeah. It's whether you how you feel, right? It's a feeling, yes, right? Because life is always, or ever, like my entire life has been routines, yep. right? But do you feel like you're in a routine? You know what I mean? Like it, it's a feeling, right? That you feel like, okay, this, is, this routine is like mundane, right? That's when you know there's a difference.
0: Yeah, and going back to that analogy of the calendars, right, filling in the slots, now you kind of have this new routine which kind of creates discipline. Right. Habits. Re- remember, discipline leads to habits, and the habits give you the results that ultimately continue to motivate you. It's not motivation gives you routines and discipline and builds habits. No, it's discipline builds habits, mm-hmm. which leads to motivation and happiness or whatever. But like and you this said, goes
1: back to Atomic Habits book. Yeah, that's you know where i i got that from as well like when it comes to routine habits discipline like james clear does a really good job of explaining that process in the book atomic habits i love that book Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i know one percent better every day yeah and just like if you know i think we we all can use the analogy of going to gym whether like you trying to get your fat ass to the gym or you trying to get your skinny ass to the gym to gain weight like it's tough at first right because we're not used to that and we don't really have a good goal or a vision or a why. Mm-hmm. It was always built on this rocky foundation of these uh these bullshit like new year resolutions. Like, oh, "I'm going to lose 20 pounds."
2: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so what? All right, you're going to lose 20 pounds for what? Yeah. What are you going to lose 20? why do you want to lose? Why? Yeah, why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Yeah. Right? So, just like why do you want to be financially free?
1: That's a great question. It is a great
0: question. People always talk about financial freedom, right? This podcast is about financial literacy and financial freedom, working towards that. Mm-hmm. But why do you want it so bad?
1: And every, everybody's answer would be different.
0: Right. And then you identify that, right? That hopefully kickstarts you out of that rut. Yeah. And into this journey of hopefully becoming motivated continuously, right? Or at least the feeling of being motivated outweighs the feeling of not being motivated. Mm-hmm right so that hamster wheel that you're on always has a unique step to it yeah right that's what i
1: mean that routine becomes not a root doesn't feel like a routine yeah although it kind of is yeah you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah like (laughs) right like like, so getting back to what i was trying to say earlier on my mat leave i was in a routine on my mm -hmm. second mat leave I, i had a baby second baby I was doing the same thing because, you know, babies love routines. That's how they thrive. Right. And that's how they don't get annoying and, yeah, yeah. you know, overtired mm-hmm. and yeah. blah, blah, blah. We all know that as parents. Right. So I had the same routine, I you know, wake up, feed baby, you know, get through until the next nap and then do stuff, get through the next nap. And then Jay would come home after work. I'd say, hey, how your day? make dinner, put the baby back to bed. And, you know, that that was it, right? That was the yep, yep. quote-unquote routine. It's the same routine after the second baby. And I just felt like I needed to motivate myself to not feel like I'm in this mundane routine again. I started a passion project, mm-hmm. right? And this passion project was um, called Say Yes to Skin. And what that was was essentially I just started a blog, an IG page about skincare. Oh,
0: well, by the way, it's still like it's still alive. It just hasn't been
1: It's not very active.
0: Active, but
1: Because I've picked other passion projects. Like this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I but, think... the, but I think the point is that it kept me motivated because even though my life was at that time when I started it was still in a routine, I was probably like five months into my mat leave those times like i said in between naps where i used to just kind of kill time like go through walmart go to target you know walk around the mall things like that i spent that time in between to work on this project
0: okay so let me let me ask you here because some people might be going through this right um or might go through this in the future what was that deciding factor for you Obviously, you identified that, right? Because this is with Jeremy, your second kid, to picking up, like start typing on the blog. Remember? Because I remember you like, yeah. you, 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 yeah, you started well, this. Well, people so a why, like like yeah. you said
1: earlier, the what why is so important. So the why for me was because moms, and I can, I hope any moms listening to this when you're a new mom, you give so much of your time and your life to this new baby that you forget about yourself. Mm -hmm. And when I spoke to other moms, they're like, yeah, like I wake up, I literally just throw on my yoga pants, you know, a a baggy t-shirt and I go on with my day.
0: What do you mean? That's what I do now. Like. (laughs) geez don't make that feel like it's
2: bad
1: prior like prior to that you know we would all make an effort to like put on clothes that we feel good in you know brush your hair put some makeup on whatever that is that makes us feel good
0: get your nails done your hair did
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah so that was what i ultimately heard from a lot of moms that's how i felt too i felt i was in this rut where i just wake up like throw on whatever clothes i had and that was it like i had no desire to like make myself feel good because i i was mo- more focused on taking care of my baby right that you just kind of forget about yourself so for me one area where i kept my own time was always skincare. Hmm. You know, I wake up, I brush my teeth, and I take the time to put, you know, skincare on my face, and I enjoyed that time, even if it was five, ten minutes of time. That was my time for me, where it was just sitting at my vanity, and I would, you know, put on my skincare, and it make it made me feel good. My skin felt nice. My skin felt good. That made me feel good. And that was a motivator because I wanted other moms to feel the same way. Yeah. I wanted them to also f- be okay and not feel guilty for taking the time, that 10 minutes of the day, to make themselves feel better through skincare. Yep. Right? And that's that was my why. That was my why. To to spread that message to other moms out there. And that's why I started the say yes to skin kind of project was to hopefully inspire other moms to take care of their skin and take care of themselves through skincare.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny, actually. Um, it actually did. It did motivate a few of our friends because what ultimately happened was it actually encouraged me to uh, <laughs> up my skincare game. And, you know, guys, any gentlemen listening to this if you ain't putting a skincare routine into your daily habits, listen, <laughs> this is exactly why you look in the mirror and you'd be like, I look older. Well, listen, it's not because of Asian genes. That's part of it. But
1: it's definitely part of it's it. It's
0: definitely part of it. But like the whole Asians don't raise in is you got to kind of maintain that as well, right? Like, so, um, you know, it, it, it made me feel better, look better too, right? Because... You know, everything you were doing, I was just applying to myself. And your friends were asking and my friends were asking. We joke every once in a while, like, you know, one of our best friends, he ended up buying like this, (laughs) what was that thing that, it was so expensive, that little... Tatcha water Tatcha water.
1: My favorite moisturizer. It's like a hundred
0: bucks for this tiny little bottle.
1: But it felt so good putting it on.
0: Right? Not when you, not when it comes out (laughs) of your wallet and you're spending (laughs) it on like three ounces of this like magical magical cream but anyways the whole point is that you know you you did help make other people feel better and you did identify that and a lot of people found commonalities in that yep and this whole thing that we're talking about hopefully you find commonalities as well
1: well it comes back to the word motivation right like understanding or figuring out the why why you're doing certain things why you want to do certain things why you don't want to do certain things will ultimately drive your motivation. And if we go back to earlier, where we were talking about time, right? People saying you don't have time. You do have time. And when you're motivated and you have a strong why, that limited time you have. I'm not saying when you have time, like you have eight hours. You probably don't have eight hours. Most mm-hmm. parents do not have spare eight hours, yeah. right? But you maybe have an hour, maybe you have 30 minutes, right? What are you motivated to do in those 30 minutes in that one hour that you have? And if you have a strong why, there you'll be motivated to do something in that limited time that you have.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, just do math, right? Let's just do some simple math. You've ever seen this. If you add an hour or even add 10 minutes, 30 minutes a day, five days a week, forget the weekends, just do five days a week, Mm -hmm. right? And if you add weekends on top of that, that compounds so much. And that 1% just rolls and rolls and rolls. And that's why we want to say like, what Jen, exactly. Find the time, like if you care enough, you will find the time to do it. If you care enough so much to get out of debt, you will find the time. If you care enough to build wealth for your family, you will find time. If you care enough to live financially free, you will find the fucking time. Mm because other than that it means you just don't have a why but that's okay guys like that's the whole point right we want to be able for you to to identify these because we've identified them ourselves we've gone through this people have gone through this and in order to kind of put those steps in place mm-hmm. right there's a process so hopefully we've been able to like uncover some things that Like you probably felt the same way too, because I know like like we've gone through it, right? So yeah, um, many times, many times, and we continue. Will we will we'll keep? You know what? Tonight I might go through a rut about like I don't know. Anyways, sorry. This is me trying to find a a a funny way to to wrap this episode up because Mm -hmm. speaking of time, we are close to running short on time. But. If you found value in this, if it made you think, if it made you feel like, hey, you know what? These guys have said something that, you know, I've been feeling the same way. And, you know, hopefully those things that we talked about can help you get out of a rut and find your motivation. That's awesome, man, because Mm -hmm. all we ask in return, we don't don't have sponsors, right? So we don't have... Yeah, um, pay the fee, man. Our fee is like and share this podcast, right? Share it so other people can continuing hear these conversations, right? These uh, living room conversations, and more and more spread the word, so that everyone can live their everyday rich. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and don't forget to follow us at Your Everyday Rich mm-hmm. on Instagram spotify apple Podcasts, yeah man and youtube <laughs> don't mind our setup still yeah. pretty ghetto
0: yo man don't be hating on the ghetto and the ghetto setup
1: but anywho <sighs> well appreciate you all for tuning in yeah man thanks
0: uh, thanks a lot for everyone for listening um I see you next time see you next time right all right
1: peace see ya Your Everyday Rich podcast is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. Any such information or other material should not be construed as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a qualified professional.